by the mantle of my calling and ordination and by the finger of God I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly John 1010 Hour of Abundance broadcast with Apostle Eugene Ogu is designed to elevate your spirit and give your life a direction. For all correspondence and further information on how we can be a blessing to you, please visit our website or ministry headquarters at 98 Omoy slash Orosi Psychiatric Hospital Road, Port Harcourt, Rivers State, Nigeria. You can call the following numbers, 2348430378. 2348162270035 You can also join our online services every Sunday the days of complaining has gone when the enemy shall come like a flood God will raise a standard through the intervention force The reason why people walk in darkness is because of the absence of light The world should not look into the church and see darkness Somebody shout hallelujah. Is there anybody in the house that has received the mercy of the Lord this morning? If you have received the mercy of the Lord, shout hallelujah. If you have received divine favor, shout hallelujah. If you are alive because God brought you here, shout hallelujah if you did not deserve the favor shout the bigger hallelujah can we wave those hands to him the giver of life the lifter up of our head our backup that can never back out The uncreated creator. The hope of the church. Can we wave those hands better? Just wave it. In acknowledgement of who he is. What he is to us. I don't know about you, but I know that I do not deserve to have been here. But the mercy of the almighty God. I would not have made it to this day. But the mercy of the almighty God shall we just appreciate him just say thank you to him once again we have appeared before his presence know how we can never live back the same no one ever encounters the Lord and lives the same you are the reason why he is here this morning that situation that made you look round and you saw no one to talk to you so no one to complain to you no one could render assistance it is because of that that he is here waiting for you this morning father we appreciate you lord we reverence you we magnify your name ancient of days he whose word is here and amen he whose government is for everlasting. He whose word cannot be broken. The covenant keeping God. We say thank you once again for bringing us here this morning. Receive our praise, O oh God. It is unto you that our praise is lifted this morning. 
is unto you alone, O oh God, Father, that we raise our hands in worship. We say, Hallowed be your name, precious Father. I hide behind the cross this morning. I ask that only you be seen and heard in the mighty name of Jesus. I bring every heart here under the subjection of the Holy Spirit. I ask every wandering spirit be arrested in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, take control, O God, and have your way. Let no one live here the same, but let everyone live with a new song in their mouth, with a testimony, O God, Father, of your faithfulness. In Jesus' awesome name we have prayed. Before you take your seat, I want you to do what we normally do. Look at somebody by your side. Introduce yourself to that person. Do not let the person introduce himself better to you. But introduce yourself if you know who you are. The son and the daughter of the Most High God. I am the steward of the Almighty God. I am the favored one. I am the one that God has gifted. Introduce, go ahead and introduce yourself. If you do not tell them who you are, somebody is going to tell you who you are not. a very great privilege for me to stand before God's people. I want to thank God for this morning and thank God's general in the house. Can somebody just raise up your hands and just say, God, thank you for the general you've given unto us. A very unique one. God knows the reason why he's giving him to us. And I, in particular, I am so grateful to God. I say, may his name alone be praised forever in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in the month of July? The seventh month of the year. The number that symbolizes perfection. Everything that has been imperfect in your life, God is going to perfect it this month. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know those of you born in this very month, but you are favored. Wherever you are seated, I ask that the favor of the Almighty God will specially locate you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And our theme for this month is stewardship. Stewardship. It's a very, very interesting theme. Um, I like to always do something when I'm ministering. Where I need somebody from the choir. Can I have somebody from the choir, please? Just one volunteer from the choir. Yes, I need another volunteer. Um, Dickness Grace, Kalu, can you please come up? Uh, the Akane Chairman, please, if you don't mind, can you please come? God bless you, come. Now, church, look at us very well. I know we all have idea of who a steward is. Then also, Please look at us very well. Which of us look like a steward here? Are you sure? God bless you. Please, bro, go back, go back to the choir. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Please give yourself a good round of applause. Even though I am very sorry to disappoint you, 
that your answer was not very correct. That is the idea that we have. We sometimes have wrong ideas, wrong perception of things, and we tag ourselves. Sometimes we tag others with the tags that God has not given to them. But that is what makes us human. God will never make mistake over you. You can make mistake about me, I can make mistake about you, but God cannot make mistake about you. Does he not deserve a good round of applause? <laughs> Hallelujah! We look at him and we say that, yeah, that is a steward, but in the real sense, every one of us, we are stewards. We are all stewards. Before God, we are stewards. Who is a steward? The dictionary defines a steward as a person who manages another's property. Somebody who is put in charge of another person's property. Now, given that definition, do you see the reason why we all are stewards? The very first person, the very first situation that explains this stewardship is found in the book of Genesis. When God created the world, the Bible said he formed Adam and put Adam in the garden and said, take care of this. So we all are stewards. God has formed us in his own image. He's given us an assignment. Each and every one of us, there is nobody. There is no exemption, no matter who you are, no matter what class you think you belong to. No matter what tribe you think you belong to, you cannot exclude yourself from the fact that you are a steward. May God grant us a better understanding in Jesus' name. Can we quickly go to the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 8. Verse 8 to 9, then we jump to verse 15 quickly. And the Lord planted the garden eastward in Eden, and there... He put the man whom he had formed, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Let's jump to verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it. To do what? To do what? To do what? And to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely, thou shalt surely. God has given us a specific assignment. Now, one of the things that you find when once you employ a steward, let's use the physical um, realm now to explain what we want to say. When once you employ somebody, either in your office, in your shop, uh, wherever you, you, you engage somebody to take charge of your property for you. The first thing you do what is give the person 
instruction of what you want. Is that not so? I explained that uh, some time ago, I think two Wednesdays ago when I took Bible study in uh, Alem school when the staff were employed, they were given letters. They were given instruction. Their letter of appointment contains the do's and the don'ts. What they are expected to do. So when once you are taken for um, the work for stewardship, when once somebody employs somebody, the first thing you do, you give the person the assignment and you give the person instruction. And that is what we see here in the book of Genesis. When God formed Adam, he put Adam in the garden and he gave him instruction. He said, of all, look at so much latitude is given to the steward. So much freedom. Of all, you take it of every tree here but one. The same way God that has given us strength to make wealth. Yes, for he is the one who gives us strength. To even start with, if you, if, if you, if you sleep and you don't wake up, you can't, even, you can't even talk about making wealth. Is that not so? And he is, he is the only one who can make you sleep and wake up. And so, when he gave Adam this, he said, of all this, enjoy all of this, but one. Of all your labor, of all your income, all I ask for is a tent. A tent. One tent. And just like the devil did to Adam and Eve, how can he tell you not to eat this one? The enemy is very wicked. Very wicked. God has given you all this 90% to eat. And the devil comes. Why should he tell you to give him 10%? God has given you this man as your husband. Take care of him. This woman as your wife. Take care of her. This girl as your child. Take care of her. What else? Why would it be somebody else that would be more important than that one that God has asked you to take care of? In your department, God is asking us, if I bring any of our, if I bring any of our staff here again, I always use them because they are closer to us. When you are giving an assignment, you're supposed to be in school by 7 in the morning or Monday morning if it's not holiday period. And then by 8 o'clock, Instead of heading towards Alem School, you are heading towards Rumukruchi. If I see you on the way and call you, what would the person do? The person will immediately feel bad. Is that not so? Feel guilty. You have not done what you are supposed to be doing. You have got it wrong. But do you know that to us, sometimes, we don't even bother. We are supposed to be here. God has given us Almost 24 hours of the day is for us. 6 to 7.30 on Wednesday, Friday. 7 a.m. in the morning is all God is asking for. And we think it's too much. Do we think that is too much? Do we think that is too much for God? Whosoever that employs somebody as a steward, whosoever that is the master of the steward has the power to do what? To hire and to do what? To hire and fire. Most of us who are working in corporate places, we know exactly what I'm talking about. 
If you're walking by yourself, mm, okay. But even with that, if you don't take your business seriously, is it going to work? Is it going to work? No. God has the power to take that which he has given to us and give it to somebody else. Sometimes we do not realize, we do not recognize that it is a blessing. It is a favor. It's a privilege for us to serve in God's vineyard. For us to work for him. Do you know how many people are jostling to be President Buhari's aide? To be one thing or the other. If we understand who God is to us and our position as God's children, we will count it such a privilege to be able to run to his house whenever he demands, whenever he is in need of us. And because he didn't just put Adam and Eve in the garden, God is a faithful rewarder. He didn't just put them there and abandon them. If you, if you read, the grasses had not started growing. The trees were not growing before Adam and Eve came because there was nobody to take care of them. But when once God formed Adam and Eve, he caused there to be rain. And the trees, they started growing. When we are alive, and I say we because I am not excluding myself. When we are alive to our responsibility, God begins to cause things to go well with us. The growth that we seek begins to come. Some, let's look at some of the attributes of a good steward. Number one, a good steward understands the mind of the owner. A good steward will do what? Understand the mind of the owner. Look at your neighbor and say to your neighbor, neighbor, do you understand the mind of God? For us to understand the mind of God, where do we go to? Where? It can be nowhere else but the word of the almighty God. You cannot understand what he demands from you, what he wants you to do without going to his word. I was listening to a, a video clip from one of the men of God in the U.S. And, he, you know, people were talking and, uh, you know, this gay thing that uh, the Supreme Court had just in, um, allowed to, to, to become a law for all. You know, before some states accepted gay, gay people and allowed them to marry, while some did not allow it. But the Supreme Court had just given all Americans the right, all the gay people, that they could marry and all that. And so many were offended. So many in the church were offended. Why should this be? Ah, man of God, speak something, say something. Just say something and God will change the Supreme Court and they will, they will reverse whatever they have done. And the man of God said, I don't know, I don't understand why you're getting worried over all those kind of situations. What has that got to do with us? The world will be the world and the church will be the church. The world have their own constitution that they operate with. But the church also do have their own constitution, the Bible. That is our own constitution. 
Instead of us boarding, and the, 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 the Supreme Court were interpreting the Constitution of America. Have we interpreted our own Constitution? We need to talk to ourselves. What does our Constitution say about us? Why are they multiplying the gay people? Why is corruption multiplying? Have we looked at what the Constitution, our own Constitution, have we looked at what it says? For if we will go out there, if we will be the living example, the light that God talked about, that we are the light of the world, the world should not look into the church and see darkness, and see activities of darkness. When the world looks into the church, the world should see light shining forth to show them the correct path, the correct way to go. We cannot be found operating the way they operate. Because we are children of light. When we interpret our constitution very well and allow our light to shine, if there is any gay person around us, they will see the light. If there is a corrupt person around us, they will see the light. The reason why people walk in darkness is because of the absence of light. May God find you and I the light to our neighbors. May God fi find you and I the light to that person who has missed his or her way. Who lacks understanding. Some of us are so privileged we were born even inside the church. Especially the younger ones. We have no excuse. The light of God has been shown unto us. The light of God has been transmitted into us. We must not allow the situation, we must not allow anything that we see out there to dim our light. I am very happy, I always find myself very privileged to be the carrier of God's light. And I have said to myself and I have said to God, God, by your grace, wherever I am, wherever I go, people will know that there is a difference. Without me having to open my mouth to tell somebody I'm a pastor, I'm a child of God, somebody will look at me and say, mm, 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 mm. there is a difference here. May God help us all in Jesus' name. Number two, the steward is accountable to the master. If the Lord were to ask us today, shall we go to the book of Luke chapter 16? Quickly, Luke 16. Verses 1 and 2. Luke 16, verses 1 and 2. And he said also unto his disciple, There was a certain rich man which had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. Mm. May we not waste the talent that God has given unto us. Are you sitting down here in the congregation and you're supposed to be sitting down there in the choir? Are you wasting God's talent? What is it that God has given unto you? There is no child of his that he has not given something. You might not know how to sing like Mili Ogu. You don't have to. If that is not your talent, you don't have to force it. But there is something that God has given unto you. You're a child of God. The light of God is there in you. 
He's giving you the words of encouragement. He's giving you the spirit of power. Of a sound mind. When you are in the environment where things are not sound. That is the reason why God has put you there. Instead of complaining. Ah, these people serve. Ah, this department serve. Ah, this our leader serve. Ah, this my mama serve. Ah, this my papa serve. See other people. If God has opened your eyes to see something that is wrong in your department, in your home, in your spouse, in your children, it's for you to do something about it. You could go down on your knees. Does God still answer prayers? Does God still answer prayers? If God still answers prayer, if you're sure and you believe that God still answers prayer, shout a big hallelujah! That hallelujah is with the understanding that because God still answers prayer, that situation that has looked as if it is insurmountable, that God will do it through the power of prayer. By the mantle of my calling and ordination, and by the finger of God, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. John 10.10 10. Hour of Abundance broadcast with Apostle Eugene Ogu is designed to elevate your spirit and give your life a direction. For all correspondence and further information on how we can be a blessing to you, please visit our website or ministry headquarters at 98 Omoy slash Orosi Psychiatric Hospital Road, Port Harcourt, Rivers State, Nigeria. You can call the following numbers, 2348430378. 2348162270035 You can also join our online services every Sunday the days of complaining has gone when the enemy shall come like a flood God will raise a standard through the intervention force 